my name is Susie Beck, and I will be giving a testimony uh, from our mission trip in West Papua today. All right. Uh, I'm going to start off with a Bible verse from 2 Corinthians 12.9. You don't have to turn there. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Uh, the title of my testimony today is Give It All Away. Uh, my main prayer to the Lord for this trip to West Papua was to give away everything that I had received. Uh, we receive so much from the Lord not to keep to ourselves, but to give it away to empower others. Um, and there were two areas that God wanted to release to the people. Uh, the first was in the area of revival and identity. And the second was in the importance of receiving his grace and his love. Um, Papuans are people who are seen as second-class citizens in Indonesia. So they're not really seen as Indonesian. They're seen as, like, lower class. And uh, because of that, it's caused a lot of political tension, and it's taken a toll, really, on the, the personal identities of the people there. Um, but God uses, what's, uses what the world classifies as weak to manifest his glory. Amen? Amen. Um, yeah, and the second part was in receiving his grace and his love. Sometimes as Christians, we tend to strive um, to see, to see, hold on. We tend to strive, uh, and we try to do the best we can for the Lord to see uh, his glory and his power. But there is nothing that we can do for God to receive his grace and his love because it's freely given as a gift. Um, when we were in West Papua, our team saw a constant pattern of God's goodness and his favor upon his people. Many of the Christians that we met there were um, in places of influence, in government and in business, and it was really amazing to see how God had blessed them, and they were so humble too. Um, usually in government positions, you see a lot of people who are just like Christian on paper, but not in their hearts, but um, it, was really, it was really amazing to see that these were solid um, men and women of God. And as God had blessed them, they in turn opened up their homes to us and blessed us and honored us as well. And yeah, it was really amazing to see. Uh, there were a couple of ministry times that really stood out for me. Um, the first was when I was able to share my testimony for the first night of our orientation retreat at Erickson Tritt Bible College. God saved this retreat for the last leg of our trip, and I knew that God was really going to pour out um, his glory powerfully there. That morning, um, it was really funny. I felt like God was like, you need to come spend time with me, like alone quality time with me. And so when I was doing that, the whole day I had been, I had this song on my heart, Heart of Worship. It's like really old school. Um, I had that song like stuck in my head and I just felt like God wanted me to read the story of Moses. So I opened up the book to Exodus and I was reading about how you know, God had taken Moses, who was so in insignificant, you know, and taken what he had, a staff, and used it for his glory, to free his people. Um, I knew both were significant, but I didn't know how at the time. Uh, later that night, before we left for college, for the college, um, that evening, our team was gathered at Pastor Tandy's house, uh, the, pa the pastor that um, 
we stayed, that was hosting us there. And he explained to us that many of the students were having a difficult time keeping up in their studies and that there were many struggles concerning their callings. And I could see clearly that the devil was attacking this area because these are future ministers and worship leaders of West Papua. Um, yeah, as, as I was listening to Pastor Tandy, my heart just really broke for them. And I tried to compose myself, um, but I felt like God had really put a huge burden on my heart. And I just began to weep uncontrollably. Um, later, when we got to the church, I was told to share my testimony. And as I was sharing my testimony about the years of rejection and feelings of insecurity and worthlessness that I'd felt, the power of God just fell in that room. And we had such a, a powerful altar call where, you know, God was really establishing these future ministers in their callings and in their identities. And I knew that God was using me and my past trials and triumphs to do a deep work in their hearts. I didn't realize the magnitude of it all until I stepped back and saw that we were giving away from what God had given to us first. And this goes for all of the team members. Um, everything that God had taken us through, we were giving it away to these people, you know, to empower the nation of West Papua. Um, the last ministry moment that stood out for me was um, when I was able to see a manifestation of the Father's heart. A lot of Christians know God as God, but they don't know God as God the Father, as Abba Father. Um, but the thing is, God really wants to pour out his love upon his children, especially in the area of fear and rejection. He really wants to take that away. And there was one particular altar call where people were being set free from past hurts and being established as sons and daughters. And as we were praying for people, there was one lady in the front who was really being highlighted to me. And later, um, Pastor Marcus actually motioned for me to just hug her. He just said, hug her. So I went over and I did. And as I did that, she just began to weep. And I was really reminded of the time that um, Pastor Christian, the head pastor of, of New Philly, did the same thing for me. And that was such a powerful moment in my life to see that God was using um, someone to really manifest his heart as a father. And I could see that the same was happening for um, this lady as well. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it was really amazing. And I knew that she was really receiving deep inner healing from that. Um, I don't know exactly what her story was, but I um, trusted that God was really breaking that fear and that rejection off of her and really just establishing her as his daughter. Um, God not only did a huge work of refinement in revival and identity for the people in West Papua, but at the same time, I received all that was poured out as well. When you minister, it's always an exchange. You know, you're not completely just giving everything. You're, it's an exchange of giving and receiving. Um, yeah, and I knew that I would be giving in West Papua, but I didn't realize that we would be receiving so much of God's grace and his love through the people as well. Like, when we got there, we were so honored, and they were so joyful and so happy. It was like, it was like meeting my other family. It was like one big family celebration everywhere we went, you know, and on the outside, we look so different, but, you know, we're all one body of Christ, so. Um, <clears throat> so as God was as God was speaking strength and identity over the people and establishing them in truth, he was doing the same thing in me as well. I was getting a deeper revelation of who I was and um, of, like, the authority that, you know, we all carry. 
And God takes what is considered weak in the world to glorify his name. The humble hearts and deep hunger for the Lord is in West Papua, a nation that is looked down upon by many Indonesians. But I know that God is going to use West Papua to bring revival to Indonesia. You can see it in the way that, um, you know, these churches that are like way deep in the mountains or like completely isolated, they're... People are traveling hours to have morning prayer and to, you know, worship unto the Lord. And it's so amazing to see their hunger and thirst for the Lord. Um, yeah, so God is, God is really moving in Wasapua, and I'm excited to see, uh, you know, I'm really excited to see them release his kingdom upon earth. So, uh, yeah, you can keep them in prayer. Um, yeah, God's going to do a mighty work. So, Amen. Yeah.